It's the Daily Dose from Countable, citizen tech putting you in charge of your government. I'm Andrea Seabrook. Let's talk about fake news. No, not the fake fake news President Trump uses to be a victim. And not the secret fake news that Russia and others are seeding through our political debate. But real fake news. I'm talking about the stories and warnings and campaigns espoused by very loud people who are very wrong on the science of vaccination. I'm sure you've heard this debate. It started with a British doctor in the 1990s who claimed that a specific group of vaccines together, that's measles, mumps, and rubella, was linked to a rise in cases of autism among young people. This doctor's work has been thoroughly debunked over and over again. And in fact, he's no longer allowed to practice medicine in the UK. But the ideas he sprouted live on and on through celebrities and pseudo-documentaries and social media. And here's just the latest example. It came last week from a woman named Darla Shine. She is an extremely vocal anti-vaccination campaigner. And by the way, she's the wife of a former Fox News executive who is now high up in President Trump's White House. Last week, Ms. Shine took to Twitter to espouse the latest anti-vax fake news that contracting measles and the resulting immunity to it later in life prevents cancer. Quote, bring back our childhood diseases, Shine tweeted. They keep you healthy and fight cancer. Let's just call that what it is. Complete nonsense. That's not me saying it. It's science. What Shine seemed to be referring to here was a single cancer case at the Mayo Clinic where doctors had genetically engineered a new and artificial strain of measles meant to fight the single particular kind of cancer cells that one patient carried. The procedure is a little like CRISPR, if you know how that works. But that has nothing to do with measles. Except the doctors chose the measles virus to genetically modify because measles is so virulent. I mean, among people who aren't vaccinated, measles affects 90% of the people who come in contact with it. 90%. That's way worse than the flu or the common cold. Measles is bad. And we used to know that. Before 1963, when we started vaccinating for it en masse, it killed millions of people every year, most of them children less than five years old. Now, I'm a parent. I can totally understand that gut-level fear of anything that could cause harm to my daughter. It is pre-programmed in there. And I'm also an American. I deeply prize my liberty, my privacy, my right to make independent decisions about my health and my daughter's health. But in this case, I think we need to consider that our deepest, most ingrained emotions are actually confusing us. They're making us fear a vaccination when the danger is the disease it prevents. And we're demanding the liberty to not vaccinate a child, which actually chips away at a freedom our society fought hard to win. 
the freedom to live without the constant fear of a virulent, deadly epidemic attacking our children. Which fear do you choose? And which freedom? As of now, only seven states in Washington, D.C. mandate certain vaccines. Do you think there should be a federal law mandating them? Come vote on this idea and tell your reps what you think. At Countable, it's citizen tech putting you in charge of your government. I'm Andrea Seabrook. Talk soon.